Today's episode of Read Me Romance is brought to you by Valentine's Day. Getting flowers from your husband, then staring at your phones on the couch for the night has never been so romantic. Hey everybody, it's me, Tessa Bailey. I'm here with your fourth installment of Snowfall by M. Never. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. I hope everybody's having a good one. Some people don't celebrate it. (laughs) You know, like lots of people don't celebrate it. If you're one of those people, I just wanted to tell you. It's okay. You know, like, I really think social media, like, I know we talk about social re- media a lot when it's just the, just us here. <laughs> you know, like, Valentine's Day is, I think, one of those days where people feel like maybe a little bit like if you're not in a couple, if you're not part of a couple, that you're a failure. And that's so not true. You know, that's, it. you couldn't be further from the truth. Being single, not ha- not being in a relationship Maybe that's your choice. Maybe you don't want to be in a relationship or maybe you're just fine being on your own. If if someone's putting pressure on you or you feel like social media puts pressure on you to like online date, you have to be online dating, you have to be on match.com, you have to be on all these things. Like just take a breath and realize that you are totally enough on your own and maybe you should be in a relationship with yourself for the day. <laughs> Go buy yourself some flowers, pour yourself a glass of wine and celebrate the fact that you don't have to be accountable to somebody because, (laughs) you know, that's not to be underestimated. You know, like, I love being married. I love my husband. Don't get me wrong. But you know, there, there are pitfalls in relationships, like big ones. And there's stressors in relationships. And they're not like, I don't think that they have to be everybody's ultimate goal. You know, and I think Valentine's Day kind of puts that like, I don't know. I think the online dating companies like really ramp up their efforts on Valentine's Day and like try to really drive it home that um, you should be looking for that special someone. And then, of course, everybody on social is posting pictures of their long stem roses and uh, their chocolates that their husband got them. But, you know, in reality, it's it's almost like you get that stuff just to take the picture of it. (laughs) That's all it is. They're not like dancing in silk robes and, you know, toasting their undying love when they put the phone down. It's just, um, it's just business as usual. It's, uh, everyday stuff and you know, the stress and the hardships and all that, it doesn't go away. It's always there behind the picture. So remember that today on Valentine's day, you're doing fine on your own. And if you're in a relationship and it's tough, like, you know, everybody goes through it, you know, maybe Valentine's day is just going to be chill this year and that's okay. It doesn't have to be super, some super romantic thing. And if you don't have some super elaborate dinner and something romantic happened to you, that doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make your relationship a failure. It just means, you know, like you're real. (laughs) It means you're a real person. Okay. So I hope, I I really swear, I swear to God, I have no idea if I'm making sense half the time. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and play the fourth installment of Snowfall by M. Never. And I'll talk to you guys when it's over. Enjoy. Gerard. I scroll through the pictures Kristen sent me of the new bouquet of flowers. It's become somewhat of a ritual. After every date, every night spent together, I sent her something new. 
It's been a few months since our distinguishing first date. Since that night, we have been inseparable. Well, as inseparable as we can be. Kristen is one busy woman, constantly going to meetings and traveling. I have to fight for every second, but each battle is worth it, because when I'm with her, I'm a different man. There's a happiness inside me I've never believed in, a peace I didn't know existed. I'm pushing 50 years old and I thought I experienced the spectrum. But once again, life proves to me I don't know jack shit. Gah! Two bodies slam into the bar next to me. Hey, pops. Guy smiles with breaker in a headlock. Roughhousing is nothing uncommon around here. I take a look around the dimly lit room. This bar's been my home for as long as I can remember, and now it's my son's home too. I've tried to picture Kristen here time after time, but she never fits in. She's too beautiful, refined, classy, successful. I can go on and on for this dumpy place. Hell for this dumpy guy, but for some reason she has taken a liking to me, and I sure as hell have taken a liking to her. A liking so strong and potent she makes me question what's truly important in my life. Makes me question what I really want and who I really want to be. An MC Prez is really all I ever saw myself being. It's the world I grew up in. It was a title bestowed to me like a prince from a king. Only my riches were drugs and guns and easy women. I did solid work trying to clean this club's image up. But once a biker, always a biker. And always a reputation you shall have. Not that it's ever bothered me. I like riding on the rugged side of the road. I like putting people on edge when I walk into a room. I like intimidation. It's who you have to be when you're the leader of a bunch of recluses like these. We're gonna get a poker game going tonight, you in? Kai continues to wrestle with Breaker, tightening his chokehold. Not tonight, kid. Got plans. I place my phone screen side down and take a sip of my whiskey. Again? Kai is both baffled and annoyed. We haven't been spending too much time together since Kristen waltzed into my life. You got some old lady you ain't telling us about? I scoff, swallowing the warm liquid as calmly as possible. Am I that obvious or does Kai just think like his old man? Don't be ridiculous. But come on, old timer, show us what you've got. He challenges me, releasing Breaker from his hold. Be careful who you're calling old, I warn. I can still kick your ass. I turn to face him on my stool. In poker and a fight. Kai doesn't back down. He never does, nor ever has. Not once, even when he knew he had no chance of winning. His spirit is wilder than a stallion. It's one of the things I respect most about him. He squares right off with me, the scar across his right eye prominent and threatening. Then don't bitch out. Five-card stud, $500 buy-in in the back of the club tonight. My index finger twitches on my thigh. Kai knows the right things to say to get my blood flowing. A gambling man like myself usually never turns down that kind of proposition. But I have a bigger pot at stake if I don't meet Kristen tonight. Nice try, but another time, kid. Pussy. Kai eggs me on and the entire room goes quiet. Is he being fucking serious right now? Challenging the president of this club and his father, no less? I'd watch who you're talking to. I stand to my full height. That used to really intimidate Kai when he was little, but now the fucker is only an inch shorter than me. It doesn't work quite as well anymore. You don't scare me, pops. Kai's smile grows wide. He's looking for a fight. Just like me at his age. 
I never fucked with the wrong people, though. Okay, that's a complete lie. The badder, the better was how I lived my life. Stupid young idiot. Guy isn't as reckless as I was, but he's still just as young and just as stupid, even if he is a highly decorated war veteran. That's one thing not on my resume. Step aside before I embarrass you in front of all your friends. My voice rumbles, low and threatening like a lion. Because I am the king of this motherfucking jungle. I think I'm the one who might embarrass you. You've been like a ghost around here, pops, and everyone wants to know why. Kai puts me on the spot. That little fucking shit. I don't have to explain a damn thing to you or anyone else. I'm the prez and what I do or don't do doesn't concern you. I poke him right in the chest. As much as I want to rearrange Kai's face right now, I'm going to keep my cool. Kristen is one secret I'm not ready to share. Not with anyone, even my son. She's different. She would never fit into this world, and I would never ask her to. I don't exactly know where that leaves us, but I'll figure it out. I'm slowly getting torn apart, living two different lives simultaneously. The president, leader, and manager of the Bomb Squad MC, and the person I am when I'm with Kristen. Just Gerard, a mechanic, a father, a biker, a nameless, faceless man who thrives on the open road with a magnificent woman clinging to his back. Would you tell me once, lies spit the fuel and secrets spark the flame? It ain't nothing like that, kid. I grab the rocks glass off the bar top and shoot the last bit of whiskey before sliding my phone into my back pocket. I've got somewhere to be. Out of my way, troublemaker. Kai stands his ground, his blue eyes vigilant, wary, curious. I don't usually keep anything from my son, so I get why he's acting like this, but I'm the elder here so I don't have to explain a damn thing. Parents have secrets too, even if they can spark a flame. I don't intend to let that happen. I just have to figure out a way to keep the conflict at bay. It takes Kai a few drawn-out moments to finally move. We never break eye contact, and no one is dumb enough to step between us. I admire my son. I respect him. He's a good man. But I'm not going to let him devalue my role or deface my reputation just because he wants to know what his daddy is up to. Smart, I sneer. I'll find out, you know. He hisses over my shoulder as I walk by. I pause and peer at him through the corner of my eye. Maybe sooner than later. It comes out more threateningly than promisingly. I slide my sunglasses down from the top of my head and stride toward the front door of the bar, each heavy step sending a message, leaving an impression. I am the motherfucking president, and everyone better remember it. Hey guys, I'm back. So like I talked about on Monday's episode, uh, M Never has some really good other books out that you should go snatch up now uh, while you're getting this awesome little taste of her. She uh, slashes in the snow in this uh, in this same MC world is up for pre-order now. Let's see, the Southern Night series is a compilation of three novellas. It's like the all-star football player and the city girl who doesn't want him, like who's like doesn't want the player, you know, so he has to win her over, which is something I love. Ghostface Killer is like a lot more towards the suspense side of things. If you like that, you should check it out. And she has lots of audiobooks too. So I'll put the links to those below on Audible. And also today, Locked Up Love by our own Alexa Riley is out. So make sure you click that. I'll put the link below. 
Locked Up Love out today, Valentine's Day. So, you know, it's going to be dirty. It's going to be romantic and sweet. All the stuff they're famous for. And guys, can you leave a review for the podcast and subscribe? That would be awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with like an hour of conversation. So get ready. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance.